All right there, Rob. Hey there, Chris. Welcome back to the 10-Minute Design Chat. Thank you very much, mate. Let's talk about dice. So you've seen them, you've touched them, you've thrown them with too much enthusiasm and then had to crawl under the table to pick them up. It's dice. Oh, it's dice. And dice are a ubiquitous component you know i've i've seen everybody using them i mean there's very few games i've seen that don't actually include dice and it's, it's funny actually chris i've got i've got to ask you something so you know i recently went um i recently went swimming deep in the sea and as i was swimming and diving underwater i noticed uh, a merman oh. a merman who who approached me with in their hands sort of gesturing forth uh, a game of some description but he looked confused by these sort of cuboid looking devices with with little pips on them um but unfortunately i couldn't explain to him uh, underwater i'm not i'm not as good at deep sea diving as you um so i was wondering if, if you could sort of put yourself in my shoes in that situation and and sort of come up for air and basically dive underwater and in one breath explain to this merman what he should do with these these weird looking box things that he's 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 just confused about obviously this is something i do all the time so i'll be definitely completely able to do this so Absolutely. Uh, if you just let me take one deep breath then we can uh, crack on with the description <gasps> hello mr merman hello here are some cuboid items in your hand on each side you might see there are dots a varying number. Cast them forth into the sea, and where they land, a value will be displayed. That value will determine something in your game. Nicely done. That was good. He could have gone for miles then. That is, I mean, I felt like, if as I was projecting the merman, I felt like I knew exactly what you were saying, and, and I'm, I'm glad that you kept it sort of open to interpretation um, because there are lots of ways to use dice aren't there Chris? There are indeed and that's what we're going to talk about today really isn't it we're going to talk about um, dice being such a ubiquitous thing that is in loads of games but how they can be used not in the traditional sense of being rolled um, necessarily and how games use them differently some examples we've seen and how that might help people uh, come up with some ideas and different ways to use them in their game designs. Well, let's start with the 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 the, the standard approach. Yeah, dice are probably the most useful item to randomly generate a number. Yeah, I'd agree with that. We've all seen games. Who hasn't played Yahtzee? Um, <laughs> where ultimately you're just rolling dice and choosing ones you like, and it's it's a good it's a good common way to uh, determine everything from the outcome of a of a of a combat encounter to um, finding out what happens next in your story game. Even just sort of selecting a number of actions available to you, or using them to sort of randomly generate a bunch of circumstances. I think it's the most common, or what most people expect. Yeah, I mean, if we if we go back to Snakes and Ladders, right? most people have played Snakes and Ladders or Shoots and Ladders, I think it's called mm-hmm. in the US. Um, that is the quintessential example, isn't it? You roll a dice, and the number that shows up is the number of spaces that you move. 
and there's lots yeah. of those roll and move games and that's a very classic way of using dice but i think you were talking about some examples of where dice have been used in a different way so maybe the listeners would like to hear about about that yeah so like every component in in sort of games you can use these these specific ones to represent uh individual pieces in a game um they also come with the brilliant fact that they have six different uh states if you will or more or more but if we're going into the realm of polyhedral dice you've got lots of options that deserves its own podcast chris that's it <laughs> let's bring it back to six-sided dice quick classic d6 you're right actually no yeah so it's probably good to say we're probably mostly talking about d6 dice here um but the but the idea i guess um a great example of that is a game called dice hospital where dice can uh, represent the patients and 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 the the sort of the the pips which is the sort of different amount of, uh, sort of dots on each side of them um represent the health of that patient and if they you know so one being very poorly and six being almost well um and and it uses a really interesting element of of sort of um sort of taking in these patients and trying to treat them by just like flipping the dice up or down um and if they ever drop below one then they unfortunately die uh, or if they go above six then they are duh, sort of dispatched from the hospital so using them as actual sort of playing pieces is a very unique uh, use as well and i think that you you did mention something about a game called flip fleet yes talking about projectiles everyone likes throwing stuff at each other so so this is uh this alliteration is quite difficult but it is flick fleet um and this is a game that is essentially set in space and you have these really cool um sort of acrylic spaceships from which you launch dice as projectiles now i have got to admit i haven't played this game myself but i've seen it on the internet and um, it looks fantastic and it makes me want to play like the fact that dice are kind of chunky and you can fire them around but they're not too heavy and they go a fair way and they make that satisfying clickety clack as they move across the surface that you're playing on um, I just think it's a really cool way of using them because they are inherently 3D objects that have you know weight to them themselves which gives them the ability not just to be dice but to use them as projectiles as you know cubes that you can stack perhaps you know mm. perhaps they're crates and you're stacking crates in a warehouse in your game or perhaps you're building a wall and you've got to use these as your bricks you know there's there's other ways to use them I've seen um, another Alley Cat game, so Dice Hospitals Alley Cat games. So there's another game published by them, which is called uh, Coral Islands, where you're using them to stack and represent the the, the beautiful coral coral reefs um, in this in the underworld sea. Very suitable for the mermaid example earlier. I think that's probably the game that they designed. Um, I also like the idea with dice is just generally how they feel as a component. Yeah. You you mentioned briefly um, the clickety clack, and there is something very satisfying about getting a dice with some just shaking them in your hand and throwing them. A game that comes to mind that's very pleasing to the ears is Perudo or Liar's Dice. Is that the one with the little cup? Yeah, you get a little cup and you get a little clackety shake, and then you hide them under the cup. and And, and there's an element about dice that I think that they're so common and ubiquitous. I think if you were to describe the sound of a board game. It would probably be the sound of a dice rolling. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> it's the most, like, the most, the best ambassador for our lovely hobby we have here. But you know, I think that ultimately the main sort of takeaway with dice is that 
they are probably one of the easiest ways to get started with making a, a game. Yes, um, I agree. Ultimately, we haven't even we've we've barely scratched the surface here. Ultimately, you can have custom dice. Um, you can have polyhedral dice. Um, even down to games where they use technically use cards as dice. Yeah. Um, and and ultimately, the the whole point with dice is that they're one of those components that everybody even non-board gamers understand as a, as a gaming component um which immediately makes them way more accessible for a lot of players to get involved and understand how they work straight away um but they they the, the literally the the possibilities are endless with dice um they could be used to represent everything from people to clothing to uh, damage to coral reefs and 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 i think that that is one of the main takeaways uh, when it comes to using these sort of this 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 amazing component definitely and i think that the takeaway message i'd like people to to get from this podcast is that roll and move is absolutely fine and there's a place for that especially in um Mm. you know games for beginners games for kids um but just have a little think is that the most exciting way that you can use your dice in your game or maybe Mm -hmm. you can use them differently um i think that's kind of what i'm trying to inspire people is you know they're not just dice they are tiny cubes of endless possibility well with that i'm gonna say chris it's been lovely talking to you and uh i'm gonna see you at the 10 minute design challenge.co.uk thanks very much rob a pleasure as always i'll see you at boardgamebud.com thank you everyone for listening and may the dice roll ever in your favor <laughs>